Hello and welcome to Solid 60, episode 68. It's Patrick, of course, and hopefully you're happy to be here. I know I am. It's been a while, as usual, like I said last time. A little bit further spaced apart. I've got to wait for shit to go down. Like, I get Bill Burnow, the last one I listened to, it came back on a Thursday, and he's like, yep, nothing's happened. I've spent the entire last week studying for some IFR exam. I totally get where he's coming from. And he has shit go down. Like, he has an interesting life. He goes to concerts and comedy nights and meets famous people and flies a helicopter and has a daughter that he lives with and has all kinds of interesting stories and is also actually stupidly funny. So, he's got that over me. Just a slight advantage. Uh, It was interesting to hear. Like, I had to work back through six months of podcasts to get up to the one about uh, Kobe, where he got mentioned. Tragic stuff, of course. Of course, he, did, he didn't make any light of that. It was just, seriously, you could tell he was moved by it, as anyone with a conscience would be. So, yeah, heart goes out to, I know it's a bit late now, but Kobe's family and anyone that was affected by that. And the same for, you know, anyone affected by the bushfires or any other tragedies that have been going on lately. Um, I think the most recent deaths have been in China with the coronavirus. It, re- it just got updated to 500 Plus, I don't know. I, there's a lot of alarmism out there right now about that. I'm not too fast myself. Uh, I think by the time it spreads a bit more, and the problem is it takes two weeks before anyone notices you've got it, and, and that's why it spreads so quickly. But a country of over a billion people, and it's been around now for a few months at least, the virus has only killed a few hundred. It's not great. I mean, yeah, it's awful that anyone's died, but I think if it was going to end the world, it'll be some kind of huge pandemic. It would be a bit more dramatic, but we'll see. I could be wrong. This might be the end of the world. Hopefully not. I got a feeling we're going to be okay. It's just going to be another SARS or chicken virus or whatever, bird flu type situation. It's probably killed more than that did. I haven't looked at the figures recently for SARS but I did see something the other day that it you know already is a little bit worse but well still it's the country of the future if China can't handle it then no one can they're leading the world I think in terms of technology and America's up there still they've got the biggest military and all the leading universities but yeah you're looking at China taking over in the next uh, 20 to 30 years it's already pretty much right up there with GDP and uh, the size of its economy, so, you know, as long as it doesn't crash, like everyone keeps saying it will, we're going to bow to our new overlords and hope that they slowly end up just tiptoeing towards a slightly freer, more democratic country. And then, you know, once Winnie the Pooh trots off into the oblivion that is death, uh, maybe the next guy will be a bit nicer and, you know, make the right moves. And if they don't, then, you know, people are going to demand it. And once you get that much economic power to that many people the rest is i like to think i'm optimistic enough to think that the rest will follow like it did in the states i mean that was never america wasn't always just land of the brave and free Uh, it took them a long time to get to where they are now and they've still got a long way to go going you know looking at what's happening with trump they've taken a few steps back he got acquitted by a very biased jury you could say they were never going to do anything but acquit him. They said that before the trial started. And, you know, it's no surprise that, of course, he's, it's all been thrown out based on no real hard look at any of the facts or evidence or talking to witnesses. They're just like, yeah, we're done. He's fine because he's one of us. So, yeah, it's a bit of a flawed process. Hopefully when someone with a bit more, whether a Democrat or whatever, someone a little less completely psychotic gets in, then, um, and to be fair, it could have been worse. I thought by now we'd be in World War Three or something, and he's just kind of muddled along and 
said some stupid things and cut funding to lots of things that need funding and he's he's made some poor decisions he awarded some freedom prize to this rush limbaugh character who's thankfully died i don't like to speak ill of the dead but yeah he was a bit of a dick definitely didn't deserve it but it's all been fairly superficial stuff so far yeah he hasn't really like pressed a big red button like everyone thought he would so i'm not trying to defend the guy but so far he's just been a bit of a harmless clown could have been worse at least and the next guy what i'm saying is hopefully she'll get in and make some changes that obviously need to be put in place so this doesn't happen again in terms of get rid of the electoral college get rid of money in politics get rid of all these amazing changes that need to happen if you listen to enough npr and even joe rogan who has the right people on and they're like yeah this is pretty fucked up system right now so it's it's not as bad as china of course that ain't perfect and here in australia not much better we've got less freedoms in terms of what the the press can do and report and all that sort of thing so got a long way to go as well though i don't agree with that sentiment that you see in in online discussion where they're like oh you're not from here so you don't have an opinion and i'm just like you're allowed to have more than one opinion about more than one country or system or government at the same time like guys come on that's just weak and insecure and bigoted and just i keep getting dragged into these arguments with people that are just a waste of time i'm still waiting to find even one Republican or conservative that can actually throw facts out and go toe-to-toe and not just descend to, like, insults and, oh, the left can't meme and all that bullshit and just just explain it in a cogent, common-sense way where I can actually go, oh, okay, you got a point there, yeah. Things, we can maybe dial back the leftiness on this one thing. I know I'm biased, but I like to think I'd have an open enough mind to be able to give credit where it's due and go oh, that's a pretty good argument even if it goes against what i internally would like to see I go, okay maybe there's a bit of wiggle room here on whatever issue because yeah i recently heard another podcast that was also joe rogan where he had on the gentleman who had con- i can't remember his name right now and i'm not going to look it up because we're live kind of and i just don't want to pause i've got to keep this rolling while i'm doing it because it's been a while if i stop now it's all over but yeah, basically, he had this older African-American gentleman who, over the years, since the 80s, been befriending and trying to understand why people hate him, even though they don't know who he is. Like, basically, Klansmen, uh, alt-right, neo-Nazis, anyone that would, like, basically judge him for the colour of his skin. And over the years, he's managed to um, lead hundreds of otherwise militant uh, right-wingers away from, maybe not being right wing full stop but at least from the clan and you know being dangerous domestic terrorists and being violent and showing them that hey you know i'm just another guy i'm not a lazy welfare sucking criminal and with a smaller brain just because of my skin color all of those things that you supposedly hold dear are based on bullshit information and he just has so much patience and kindness and love for his fellow man that he you know is one of the few people that can find the commonalities and connect with people rather than just jump up and down about the differences which i gotta admit i'm guilty of doing that i've done that today probably on facebook with various people because i just it frustrates me so much to see that level of just self-delusion and the arrogance and like one guy's like oh i've defended gay people all my life my sibling's gay but and there it is, the but. You know, they're, they're, uh, they're mostly come about because they've been abused or, you know, they're just confused and like it's a choice, you know, like they've just decided to suck dick for no apparent reason other than, you know, for some 
really arbitrary reason that just doesn't make any sense. Oh, that's dangerous. And so he's completely done a U-turn and flipped on his original statement. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really count. I feel sorry for you sibling whether they're male or female like it's a bit of a to say that you're defending them sure if if someone calls them the f word out in public and you rally to their defense that's great but if you're undermining that by going oh if only you hadn't been uh, sexually abused or whatever else that made you gay it's a bit of a what do they call that damning with faint praise or something it's been proven a long time ago that it's genetic they don't know which gene yet but it's a it's a mix of all sorts of things but it's not just you wake up one day, fall over into some traumatic situation and go, well, I like penises. It's just, how do people end up so far away from established and proven science? Oh, it's just, anyway, I came on here to finally knock off and ask Reddit thread that I don't know if I should be reading because it's a bit convoluted to go through an entire, I think it's like a, <laughs> and it's from three, eight months ago now that it's been sitting there because i know i saw it when it first popped up and i was just like oh this is hilarious it's been archived it's that old so obviously new comments can't be posted so that's good that sort of limits it a little bit but there's still thirty-three thousand comments obviously i don't have the time to read all of them it is five in the afternoon on a thursday the 6th of february i don't know if i already went there and i'm still working at bev chain or whatever you want to call it it's going well i'm driving trucks and delivering beer i've damaged a few more beers when i didn't set up the a-frame properly uh, going up a really steep hill you know shit happens but generally i've managed to avoid any incidents that weren't the fault of others you know i've had a car clip the back of the truck reported that it's all good not much you can do when they drive off and it's definitely not your fault so i don't feel too bad about that they do fire people for really random things like if you run out of fuel so i'm lucky that wasn't a policy at my old job because i know that happened once when i just didn't look at the freaking gauge like an idiot and today i left a little bit low it was under a quarter somehow got through the day even though i'd rang up and been like yeah guys i'm not sure it's going to make it and they reminded me yeah if you run out you'll uh, get the sack and i'm like all right i guess um you know i got to the point where i was thinking maybe if i just stop somewhere and even if i have to pay for it myself because the thing is the, the truck doesn't have a card in it all the time i don't know why god forbid someone would use it for the wrong reasons but uh you got to pick it up in the morning and i just being as absent-minded as i am oh what's the other since i've done one of these i got i, I came up to a Parramatta road from a side street wanted to turn right because you know that's the direction i was going towards the city in a west run very painful lots of narrow streets had one this morning that was a bit funny not in in a west but it was you know i was working southwest but it was still like this tiny narrow street that the GPS took me onto. I was inching up because I had like cars parked millimeters from either side of the truck. And then I somehow end up in front of a school where there's like 50 cars dropping off kids and coming out again towards me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, not going to back up. So you guys better just work something out. And eventually they all slowly reversed or made room. But yeah, it's, it's like that every other drop with the inner west or the city. Yeah, it's, the city's not so th- narrow. It's more just there's nowhere to park. So you end up double parking. It's just a mess. And, or you're going into these really narrow little docks, like down into underneath buildings. And it's a bit, yeah, it's a big truck. So yeah, the right, right-hand turn, I came on and I saw that there was a green light, but there was that tiny little symbol with the, the cross through the right hand. And I'm like, no, oh, no. What am I going to do? Because I'm in a hurry. The light's about to go orange. And there's no one behind me. There's no one in front of me. I'm not. 
I hate people that do that on a no right hand turn and everyone's stuck behind them losing their minds and tearing their hair out. Like, fuck those people. But I do have a rear view camera. I could see I was alone. I went, screw it. Rather than spend 10 minutes trying to turn around in the next block, I can just go now. Why not? What's it going to hurt? Yeah, it was two points. And $262 later, I realized I should probably just uh, play by the rules. And that, that pissed me off because I have a clean record. It's 13 points I've got sitting there and I didn't want to touch it. I just wanted to keep that rolling. And yeah, so that's been tarnished a little and I got to wait another three years now to get back up to the full quota you know hopefully I can do that I, I was just so proud of myself it had been a good solid god at least three years now since I had any issues like the last was the checking my phone while on the freeway with the the bike cop doing his job you know you can't be mad at the cops they're doing their job but Jesus do they have to be so damn efficient with uh, crimes where it's like no one got hurt that time maybe book me when I wipe out a couple of people wouldn't that be nice if they just did it in like a um after the fact reactive way rather than a preventive way just would be nice i mean if uh they took into account that you know i wasn't holding up the world you know use a bit of discretion but no literally never happens with me but yeah i can't complain i i knew what i was doing and i gotta cop it so fair enough anyway the ask reddit thread we'll get back there it's i like these ones and there's a few around with a similar kind of question and it's what is the one fact you know that always makes people respond and why the fuck do you know that very cute and uh let's just start reading and see where it goes the first answer that's managed to get upvoted is thanks to Bua Singh Christ I'm trying to help people out with with credit but god could you make yourself a bit easier to read for a Luddite like me from a, a very monocultural background that just can't handle words that don't normally come across my inbox. Oh, I'll do my best. Plus, it's Reddit. is like, I don't know, 200 million users, so it's almost going to be like reading, like, bizarre email addresses. But anyway, what he's got to say, and this will get buried. It didn't. It's the top comment. But don't ever bury a dead body in an area without any vegetation. The high nitrogen content in our bodies helps plants to grow and there will be a weird grassy patch at the top of the burial site and anyone will be able to spot it well that's why my neighbor's lawn looks so much better and then i don't know if it's here but there's like a comment i think because eventually i saw that posted in on facebook because all the best reddit stuff trickles down to facebook at some point it was something like you know why wouldn't you this is a really good trick when you've murdered someone bury some pets somewhere and then the police get called out and they go and check and they're like, oh no, it's just those pets. It's just some animal bones. So you know they've already searched the area. You go in and bury the body where they've just done a dig. So yeah, it's kind of clever. If you're allergic to chocolate, you're usually allergic to cockroaches. Why do cockroaches have naturally occurring chocolate running through their veins? Chocolate has cockroaches in it almost always. Wait, most candy has bugs in it. That's why the FDA has a set limit on bug parts per unit of candy. It's like the pork and worms thing. I've got to look that up because someone in my old, oh Jesus, the Facebook group where I argue with everyone, conservatives, he's somehow banging on about random conservatives like, oh, pork's disgusting. Just do that experiment where you pour vinegar on some ham. All these worms will come out. And it's like, wait, why are you hanging out with like raw pork? I'm not sure about this worm thing. I mean, he's got me worried, but I've been living on a fair amount of ham and bacon my whole life and not had any issues so it sounds a bit alarmist to me but as long as you cook it at the right temperature or 
freeze it and the, the worms are dead, then I can't really see an issue. It's like the bug thing. I've been eating a lot of candy my whole life and I'm still here. So I think it's just people getting a bit alarmist again about things that aren't really an issue. I do remember reading, I think it was Fast Food Nation or some other book once, and, and he talked about how uh, there's a certain allowance for 2% or 3% in all their cereals and sugar and all sorts of food products of like, yeah, you're going to get have a certain amount of bug or you know, foreign material, and that's just, you can't help it. So they do allow some wiggle room there and it sucks but the real world most victims in survivable plane crashes died of jet fuel burning and choking them smoke hoods could save hundreds of lives if installed on airplanes likely many more than flotation devices since ditching is incredibly rare backwards facing seats would make a plane crash much easier to survive thanks to the g-forces pressing you against the seat instead well yeah but who's gonna catch an airline that makes you sit backwards hey comfort over safety i say at a single time, the sloth's body mass can be comprised of one-third feces. It takes several hours for the sloth to excrete its bowels completely. Well, it takes them several hours to do anything, but yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I remember watching some documentary, and it was... Even pooping was quite cute, because they would just, like, climb under this tree and just be, like, really straining for an hour. But they're a sloth, so they're adorable. And Is that true? Some of these I have to check. Back in the day, poor families would collect their urine so they could sell it to tanners, hence piss poor. If you're poorer than that, well... You didn't even have a pot to piss in. It's got a lot of history. Oh, yeah, I've heard this. They did a... There's another podcast I can recommend. Well, Stuff You Should Know, basically. And they, I heard this one this morning. A bear fought in the Polish army in World War II. The cub was discovered by Polish prisoners in the mountains of Iran. They taught him how to puff and swallow cigarettes. That's what killed him. Even taught him how to turn on communal showers, pick up recruits, and carried empty ammunition crates on the front lines. He also drank beer and just loved hanging out. They took him, they made him an official first-class private or something in the Polish army, and he ended up in Scotland, I believe, according to stuff you should know. So he lived a long and happy life. Well, not as long as a normal bear would, because of the smoking, but otherwise, yeah. When you drop a human uterus on the floor, it will bounce. I'm not going to tell that to my ex. That you cannot burn toddlers alive in The Sims 4. Even if you make a building full of fire, put seven toddlers in the burning building for hours. You know, it's a pretty standard video game thing like the reason there's no kids in Grand Theft Auto and fair enough I'm all about going all the way with no censorship and do what you want but yeah I'm sort of glad I didn't accidentally run over any kids in Grand Theft Auto days god when are they going to bring out another one it's been years they're just making way too much money off the online GTA 5 hopefully with later in this year we're going to see PlayStation 5 usually just after the launch of a new console you get another Grand Theft Auto game so Fingers crossed, because that will kill a few hours for a few months on a daily basis. Wow, what? <laughs> Spinal fluid tastes like a mixture of bananas and a 9-volt battery. And I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, okay, you can't, <laughs> you can't just not expect us to ask. So the same guy, which is, yeah, I'm going to forget to name most of these, but anyway, his name's Arand, P24. Watched an Iraqi get vaporised by an IED. The dust cloud that hit me wasn't just dust but aerosol viscera. When I asked the medic why I could taste bananas, remembering something about spinal damage from CLS training, he told me it was spinal fluid and he needed to check me out for any damage, maybe from shrapnel. I was fine. It was the Iraqis. Whoa. Some people handle that stuff really well and others don't. I won't say it didn't affect me at all, but I think I learned more positive lessons about mortality than negative ones. Appreciate living and the value of other people's lives a lot more, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, it's nice to have an epiphany brought on by spinal fluid ending up in your mouth. Uh, it will wake you up a little bit. If you feed a human body to pigs, they'll just eat about all of it except the teeth. Several murderers in rural areas have used this fact to their advantage. Bricktop? Yeah, someone referencing the character in Lockstock there, Guy Ritchie movie. I recently just put to my older kid's mum, what's he want to watch? Apparently, it's uh, Midway. One of about six candidate movies for this weekend. And the only one I've already seen, of course. Um, so hopefully he does change his mind because, you know, Bad Boys looks bearable. Birds of Prey's coming out. That looks fun. Got lots of other contenders. Little Women, he's not going to choose that, but uh, apparently it's good. I've never read the book or seen any of the earlier versions. Mayo and Commode. <laughs> make it sound like a toilet. Commode. They have a fairly good movie review podcast. They didn't like Midway, apparently. I was had a lot of fun. Not as good as 1917. It's fairly cheesy. I don't know how realistic it was. They were using real characters or people from the war to base the movie on, but uh, I got a feeling a lot of it was massaged for... It just felt like a Michael Bay, Independence Day, rah-rah. Like, no American was anything other than an absolute hero. Some were a little scared, but they were pretty much all good guys. Most of the Japs were bad guys, sorry, Japanese, except for like the main general who was like, well, I'm just doing my job. I don't want to really invade. Waking up this dragon or bear from its restless slumber or whatever he said, that famous line. They made out like war was inevitable, no matter what, thanks to the hawks on the Japanese side. Yeah, it was a little bit... I mean, I know the Japanese were unarguably worse in terms of what they did to prisoners of war and civilians and things like that still they it just came across as a little cartoony a lot of fun enjoyed the movie i just don't know if i could watch it again within a week uh it's also it's scary that if you die in a pig pen they'll eat you my girlfriend wants a pig but i'm on the fence about it i mean if you die locked in a, an apartment with any animal they're gonna have a go at you as long as they as soon as they get hungry i mean i think dogs will last a bit longer than cats but uh, they got to eat. Polar bear liver has lethal concentrations of vitamin A. That stuff will kill you. And if you eat it, you experience terrible pain and your skin slows off before you die. Jesus, that's gruesome. You can disembowel yourself if you lift weights that are too heavy. Happened to my high school gym teacher and he said he's never felt anything quite like shitting out your intestines. Ah, I didn't expect there'd be so much gross stuff in here. I suppose that's kind of what people are drawn to. Uh, the extremes of factoids. More When you're going to have a provocative ask reddit thing like that what do you expect here's a quote from somewhere at some point in the future you're gonna have to squat 300 pounds at the gym and it's too much and you're gonna blow out your sphincter bro in front of all these gym dudes the paramedics have to cut your pants off and it looks like you're casing sausages out of your butt just don't do it yeah i'm not gonna click on the uh replies to that good to know though i'll uh, keep my weightlifting realistic Speaking of which, I've only been once in the last few months. You have to pick that up. It was either do this or go to the gym. And hey, guess who won? It's podcast time. Because it's actually not stupidly hot. That's another reason I haven't been doing much of this. Is uh, It's been like 48 degrees most days. Without the air on that would be too loud, it makes it kind of unbearable. Frankly, I'm more curious about the medical treatment for such an injury. You ever heard the term prolapse? Yeah, I know what that is. Uh, you most likely have to surgically fix it, pulling the stuff back in through the opening and stitching up the mesentery and the surgical opening. I don't know what the mesentery is, but it all sounds quite painful and hopefully never have to find out the hard way. Opossums eat ticks like we eat potato chips. They'll hoover up 5,000 ticks a week and never get Lyme disease themselves. I'm so glad we don't have Lyme disease. Australia, it sounds awful. 
apparently someone near Palm Beach got it once, so maybe we do, but I really hope. In, in the wilds in America, yeah, you, I'm not going outside again. And they don't get rabies either. Mm, good old opossums, are they? Ugly bastards, but successful scavengers for sure. Okay, so there's an edit. It's possible, but rare. Thank you for everyone sharing sources and correcting my slip-up. Science is always helping people learn and improve. That's correct. Like, for instance, in a slightly abortion-related debate on Facebook recently, somehow came down to, like, just that whole thing about whether it's natural or not to be gay. That's always a, a big one. And, yeah, it had nothing to do with it. Abortion came into it somewhere, but I can't remember exactly how. This lady was saying, look, uh, it's not natural because, you know, what do you think sperm's for? It's only going to one place and it shouldn't go anywhere else. It's like, oh, Jesus. You probably think that every single sperm is trying to get to the egg, which, from what I know, isn't true. You've got some sperm that hung around to fight off future sperm from a different male. You've got some sperm that seek out old sperm from a previous male and kill that, blah, blah, blah. That was a theory posited by a scientist, and I had heard it and read it in various places. But she was like, oh, you're wrong. And apparently that had been disproven in a recent study where they found that, I don't know how they did the test, but basically all the sperm was just trying to find this egg. So I'm like, fair enough. But they had seen that behavior in other animals. So not humans, but other uh, primates and, and different, I can't remember which animals, but a couple of them where they just like certain sperm are like running out there with a sword. Like, give me that old sperm. You're going down. It's time for the new sperm. Um, but apparently not us. We're all just like single-minded. The egg, bro. It's all about the egg. The problem is it was delivered in such a gotcha, punchy, like, oh, you idiot, ha oh, look, I showed you, way. And I was like, oh, it's really hard to take it. But I was like, I've got to. I've just got to be like, thanks for letting me know. Um, you don't have to be such a dick about it, but the point is I'm always happy to learn and be corrected when the facts, more information comes to light. Alcoholics decompose faster when they die. Source was a crime scene cleaner. Now, that's a job I've always wondered if I could do. I don't think I'd want to but I reckon I could handle it. When people die, they decompose, but people that are alcoholics will decompose faster. Why? I have no idea. It's been so long since I was in that line of work. I just remember enough stories and facts to stay interesting. Well, if you're ever out there with foxes, this uh, could explain, you know, because we definitely have them. The fox has many different vocalizations, including a mating call that sounds like the Hollywood representation of a woman being murdered in the middle of the night. So, uh... If I ever hear that, I'll just relax and go, it's only a fox, relax. What about that body being dragged through the woods? Yeah, it's just a really big fox. In ancient Babylon, people would build their most valuable possessions, fine wine among others, into the walls of their basement, which in the region was usually a naturally occurring cave. So when the taxman came, he couldn't see it to count it. Okay, as long as it's easy enough to get out again. Yeah, it's from the moment we learned to collect taxes, we've been figuring out how to evade them. You, you hear about all these bizarre taxes that the English came up with, like a window tax and a hat tax. Human tooth has 36 calories. Huh. I'm hungry. Clenches jaw. Mmm. 1,052 calories. Look at Mr. Badass with all of his teeth. Not anymore. Yeah, I don't want to know. Like, there's no way you'd be going to... If you just swallow one, you're not going to get that calorie. I've got a feeling it's not going to just go like, here you are. Is that energy you've been looking for? And the response is, I've been reading this thread for 40 minutes and this is the only response that right after reading it thought, how the fuck do you know that? Nicely done. Yeah, no, it's still kind of... I don't think I'm getting that response to any of these because it's the internet. So someone's come across this information somewhere else online 
or whatever. It's everything's out there. I think I'd have more of that response if someone told me one of these things in person. I know the internet's a thing, but how did you find that? Rabbit hole did you go tripping down? Ancient Egyptians used to shave off their eyebrows to mourn the death of their cats. Please don't say this where my cat can find out and put even more weird pressure on me. So what? I obviously can't read whole thing i can't believe it's already half an hour uh, i'll do a couple more i'll let it get to like 45 cut it off there and that will have to do because i could do this as like even just this thread could be a whole podcast series gorillas have the smallest dick to body ratio further proof i have a common ancestor with them e b testicles explode when they finish and they die finish living with a bang can bees do anything without dying because they they die when stinging humans our skin is too thick, but if they sting another insect, they don't rip off their stingers. Okay, so it's just when they sting us. Well, that's good to know. Bears eat a ton of grass and twigs before they hibernate to constipate themselves and pretty much prevent waking up midwinter to shit. However, when they finally do wake up in the spring, their first shit is a mean one. Well, I don't know if that's so much a fact as an observation, but okay. Pythagoras from the Pythagorean theorem ran a cult another group came to come and murder him by locking him inside his house and setting it on fire but instead he had his followers make a human ladder to escape the fire but then abandoned them and they all died he was murdered later that night being chased by the group in a bean field so karma did come for him eventually christ what a story how is that not in drunk history i'd love to see them recreate that it was a pretty weird cult too. One of the rules was if you let something fall on the ground, you're not allowed to pick it up anymore. I'd be screwed if uh, in my job. He was also naked in the bean field. Well, that's good to know. Wow. He also had a lifelong hatred of beans. He believed they were evil and forbid his followers from eating them. Then why did he live so close to a bean field? The chickpeas. Now, some assume the Greek word for chickpeas was too similar to Erebus for comfort, which makes as much sense as anything in terms of ancient Greek mystic bath cults, I guess. The human ladder was three people tall, four people long, and the two groups were connected by five people at an angle. How the fuck do they know that? Wait, is that some kind of math joke? Hey, because I wouldn't know. And there's a bunch of maths after that. Pythagora switch, but I don't think it is a joke. There you go. Mount Kilimanjaro is the tallest mountain with cell service. And given it's in Africa, I believe, that's pretty impressive. Apparently at base camp at Everest, you get it too, but that's about it. A Russian woman had a shit ton of triplets, twins and quadruplets with the same man totaling up to 69 children. What a number. As a woman, fuck that. <laughs> My vagina is having sympathy pains. Same, and I don't even have a vagina. I'd imagine after 15 or so, they would just shoot out like a t-shirt launcher. I don't think that's how vaginas work, but thanks for the visual. Pretty sure he actually had multiple wives, and that's simply how he explained all the kids to the census taker. Really? Oh, that kind of... I hope that's not true. There's a lot more replies, but I'll leave it there. We'll never know. As an Australian, I should know that, but wombats have cubed poop. Googled pics of wombat poop to confirm. This thread has me looking up some weird shit. <laughs> Literally. I should know that, like I've been out in the bush. I must have seen square poop and just forgotten. The heart, if perfused, whatever that means, through the aorta with an appropriate solution, will beat for hours outside of the body. And they have invented an esky arrangement to allow this to happen while they transport it. Yeah, but it can't be forever. They use an ECMO circuit to oxygenate blood as it goes into the aorta. Perfusing backwards through the aorta pushes the blood through the coronaries and it drains out the RV to be reused in the circuit. There's a bit too much jargon there for me to follow, but that's pretty cool. Eric Hartman, the top fighter ace of history, yoinked Hitler's hat. He was being given an award by Hitler himself and gotten absolutely hammered just a few hours before. 
as in he practically couldn't walk. So he's waiting to meet Hitler and he'd be awarded a high honour, completely drunk, and realises he doesn't have his hat. So he reaches for the closest one, and it's a bit big. Hitler's Luftwaffe assistant is just fucking appalled, but everyone else is laughing. The big guy with the one ball isn't here yet, and Eric says it was just too big. Then he jokes about Hitler having a big head. He's actually drunk the third and final time he met Hitler too, and according to him, Hitler admitted to him that they had lost the war. So yeah, one time the best fighter pilot in history stole Hitler's hat because he was drunk. This is amazing, I love military aviation history, but I never knew this. I was watching a video on Eric, and he was talking about how he got his kills on the Eastern Front by getting as close as possible behind and under the aircraft, because he wasn't such even a good shot. And something about him not even getting a kill his first two weeks in combat, or like his first month, and to think he would be the highest scoring ace in history, with over 350 kills, and nowadays everybody draws over the Red Baron. Yeah, who was that? Baron Munchausen? Either way, someone shot him too, so... Everyone goes down eventually. Surprising how many high-scoring aces are actually terrible shots. <laughs> so it was just that they were scared of missing and got way too close, and that's how they did it. Yeah, it's so frustrating when you see them flying around in the movies and they're just shooting right at this guy, and it's all gone to the left, to the right, underneath, which I like to think is kind of realistic, like midway. There's a lot of dogfights, and you're just like, oh, come on, it's right there. But yeah, it's, it's got to be tough. Those old guns, you're moving at ridiculous speeds. There's... 50 dimensions because you go up down left right whatever angle i don't know how they're, they're all different people they sacrificed a lot back then so it's even as like over the top heroic like present these guys i think they almost don't need to do that because they were so heroic without needing the lily to be gilded it was like the shit they were doing all the different roles that were filled in that movie like you had the the bombers the, the dogfight fighter pilots the seamen on the ships the just so many different people running around and putting their own life at the mercy of the greater cause and it was like would you see that today i don't know i'm not saying they're a better generation but it was i guess just a different time lemons are a cross between a citron and a bitter orange either they were a rare naturally occurring hybrid or they were man-made in which case life does not give you lemons. Thus, life-given lemons are rare, and one must use the few lemons life gives them to make more lemons for themselves in the future. So this is why I didn't want to read this like this. You just end up reading stupid comments. Birds need gravity to swallow, so a bird in space would die very soon. <laughs> I mean, they would die anyway for various other reasons, but cool. A nursing sperm whale's milk comes out in the consistency of cottage cheese, so the calf can eat it in the water. Yeah, I've read that. Kind of gross, but... Hey, packed with protein. If you're a woman, so I knew this, but I forget which way it goes. And you're revolted by the smell of your guy's gym bag, but find yourself sometimes aroused by it. That's when you're ovulating. So gym sweat smells means you're ready to get knocked up. So that's 45. It'll be a bit less with editing, but I might have to leave it there. And I'm barely, I mean, I'm a quarter of the way down. Just what's loaded so far. I'm pretty sure you could just keep scrolling and it would like go forever but i will try and get to one more this is due to pheromones after a girl just told a story about how she didn't mind a guy's sweaty smell i went to a scientific love exhibition before years ago as part of a physics course and they had a smell of vile out of 30 odd of us only me and one other person enjoyed the smell while everyone else said it just smelled like stale sweat my understanding is that our pheromones give indicators to our general well-being and different types of antibodies that we have 
So basically we're attracted to people who have different immune systems to us. This is an ecological advantage we have because it means that any offspring should have a stronger and more varied immune system and thus have a better chance at survival. Yeah, that makes sense. There's definitely some girls where I'm like, yeah, I'm not feeling it. And on other girls, it's I'm almost smelling like the hair and their neck and it's like, damn, can't get enough. And probably not just in my head. There's a bit of science. There's a bit of a physical reaction going on there because their immune system's completely different. Huh. You can rearrange the letters in Clint Eastwood to Old West Action, no leftovers. A 2008 Toyota Prius can float, at least for short distances. Car is not damaged in any way, well, at least until it sinks. Not something I'll ever find out because I can't stand those things. I just can't stop. One more, one more. Well, if I ever need to commit insurance fraud, I'm, I'm, I'm good. That'll be on this podcast, so I really can't. No, it's not something I'm likely ever to do. If you want to burn down a building, put potato chips in a toaster with a trail leading from the toaster to other highly flammable things. Potato chips leave no residue and the toaster will pop back up after the chips catch fire. So there's no way to find the start of the fire. That is, how the fuck do you know that? I mean, I guess all you have to do is figure out that chips do that. There's another thing that I was watching something on Reddit the other day. And it was just a GIF and it was like a tea bag and they lit it on fire and it flamed up spectacularly. And then it was just got right to the bottom, this really oversized tea bag, just this massive flame. And as soon as it got to the bottom of the tea bag, it all floated up what was left and then disappeared just into nothing, into its atoms. And I was like, that's cool. And I suppose that's how it works with chips. Yeah, I remember this. Uh, there was a podcast about this guy. I read a book about a firefighter in California turned arsonist. He'll make fuses out of cigarettes, light one end, take a couple of drags, wrap a couple of post-it notes and some matches to the end where you put your mouth. He'll put that into a display or end cap with potato chips for sale or in a bin full of pillows. When the matches lit, he had about eight minutes to get away. When the fire was first noticed, he'd be at least 10. He was able to set quite a few stores on fire before he finally got caught. There's a whole nother story to that. Like he wasn't just a firefighter. He was the leading arson investigator. He was always turning up and taking photos just after the fire started. And uh, I think eventually someone got a bit suspicious. How's he the first dude on scene? But yeah, he got away with it for years and caused millions of dollars worth of damage. A whole bunch of people died. Fuck that guy. We share a third of our DNA with a daffodil. Okay, that's enough of this pointless factoids of the week information and i'm just going to call it so thanks for listening life's yeah pretty good other than being a little bit too warm today was a a nice break from that with some rain looking forward to seeing the older kid on the weekend and hopefully the younger one too because uh he was a bit sick today apparently but should bounce back in a few days yeah that's all so peace out Love you all. Be back uh, soon enough, I'm sure.